Welcome to the podcast of Woburn Baptist Church. We hope that you enjoy listening to the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. First Thessalonians chapter 5. We have a short text today, and I probably won't keep you very long. Probably. Of course, that's a dangerous thing to say for a preacher. Once I get, get going, I get, might get wound up and Thurman will just keep get going, hit it, Jared! <laughs> First Thessalonians chapter 5. Paul uh, writes to the Thessalonian church. I'm going to I'm going to read more than just the the three verses that I'm going to be preaching from. I'm going to start in verse 12. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are, are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves, and we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, don't despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil." Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word. Lord, we ask that you would be with us this morning and that you would feed us by your word. We pray that you would open our eyes, that we can see glorious truths from your word. We pray that you would open our ears, Lord, that you would speak to us and we would hear your voice as your sheep and that we would follow you. Lord, we pray that you would open our hearts Lord, that we would not resist your word, but Lord, we would be open for whatever you would say to us. Father, be with me, a sinner in need of your grace. Lord, I am thankful that you have placed me here as a pastor of this congregation. And Father, I, I, I don't deserve it. And Father, I pray that you would give me strength, Lord, to speak through the power of the Holy Spirit this morning, in Jesus' name, amen. I want to just focus in on those three verses, starting in verse 16. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Paul tells the Thessalonians and he tells us, rejoice always. Rejoice always. Doesn't that seem strange? We have difficult things that come into our lives. 
We see tragedies. We see terrorist attacks on the news. We see political situations that drive us nuts. And we, we have arguments and all kinds of things about politics and about our, our culture and the way things are going. And, and how can Paul say to us, rejoice always? Christian joy is not based on our circumstances, but it transcends our circumstances. Things good happen. You might find out about an expected child. You might find about great things. And those things cause our emotions to go up and to go down depending on what kinds of things that we face. But Jesus calls us, and here Paul tells us, to rejoice always. How can you have the strength to rejoice always? By remembering the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to be gospel-centered people. We need for the gospel to inform all of our lives. We remember that we deserve much worse than what we are experiencing. Whether we are going through the pain of loss of some loved one, whether we are going through the pain of a loss of employment, or any other kind of loss or pain, we, we know, because of the gospel, we deserve much worse. We, we deserve death and hell. We, we sinned, you know, our, just like our first parents, Adam and Eve, sinned in the garden. And we have all done the same thing. We all deserve everything that we get, pain-wise. We deserve death. We deserve sickness. All of those things are a part of the curse that human beings have on us because of the fall. And because of Jesus Christ and what He did, when God sent the Son to die for us, He has given us good news. Good news that we can proclaim. So that we know in the end, though this life is filled with many toils and snares, though this life is filled with all kinds of difficulties, we look forward to the time when Jesus returns. Oh, what a day, right? Oh, what a day when He comes. We look forward to that. And so when we get down, when we get discouraged, we know that His eye is on the sparrow. And He is watching over me. We know that He's coming again and He will set all things right. And we have a reason to rejoice always. No matter how bad things seem to get, we can rejoice because we know the Lord. Because we know Jesus Christ. Because we know He has destroyed the works of the evil one. And though it doesn't seem like it right now, He will come again and set all things right. Then He tells us, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. How do you do that, Paul? 
How do you do that? How am I supposed to pray while I'm driving? Well, you know, you can pray with your eyes open. You don't have to close your eyes to pray. You can pray wherever you are. Does he literally mean pray all the time? Am I to be praying while I'm preaching? Well, in a sense, there's there's this sense in which we can just maintain that communion with God. Our desire, you know, none of us is going to be perfect. None of us is going to be able to do that all the times. But that aim that we should have is to have that communion with God where we know He's always with us and we can just cry out at any moment. We know that He's right here at our hand and we can speak to Him at any time. When anything comes up, whether it's uh, a loss, whether it's uh, anxiety, or anything, we can just bring those to the Lord. And we can pray without ceasing. Jesus, whenever He was teaching about prayer, He warned us about certain types of prayer. He said, don't pray like the heathens and be, think that you'll be seen for your many words. So whenever it says pray without ceasing, He doesn't tell us we need to pray long prayers. We don't have to try to work up some kind of a long prayer and try to be impressive to God or to others who might be watching. No. He wants us to pray without ceasing. He wants us to pray and not lose heart. He tells the story, Jesus tells the story of a woman who had some kind of a judgment that she was asking this judge to make and she would go to this judge and say, decide my case for me, decide my case for me. And she kept coming back and kept coming back. And this judge, though he wasn't a good man, He just wanted her to stop and and quit bugging him all the time. So he said, well, just so I can stop you from continuing to come here and badger me all the time, I'm going to give you your answer, your, your judgment that you're asking for. And Jesus says, if an unjust judge will do it for that, just because of the persistence, think how much a good God who we can call Father will be when we go to Him persistently in prayer and do not give up and do not lose heart. So Paul tells us, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks. This is another tough one. In everything, give thanks. Now, I do want to point out, he doesn't say, for everything, give thanks. But he says, in everything, give thanks. No matter what situation that we find ourselves in, we can find something to be thankful for. If you're a child of God, if you are trusting in Him, you can find something to be thankful for. I am reminded of the story, I mentioned uh, um, The Hiding Place last week. The Hiding Place, this story of Corrie ten Boone who was taken by the Nazis because she was hiding Jews. And um, the conditions of the place where she was staying, there were fleas in the bunkhouse, in the barracks. And they, they saw this text that said, Give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in everything. 
So they wanted to obey what this text said. So they began praying and thanking God for everything. They began to thank God for everything they could think of, but they they came to the fleas and they thanked God for these fleas. And and they they laughed at themselves and they thought, how in the world, why, why should we thank God for these fleas? But time passed on. And they realized the guards would never come into the barracks. They had relative freedom while they were inside of the barracks to be able to have Bible studies, to be able to share what God was doing with them. They would read Scripture together and all these different things that they could do because the guards wouldn't come into the barracks because the guards knew about the fleas and they didn't want to come inside. This is an example of the principle, give thanks in all circumstances. Corey Tin Boone and her sister and the ones that they were with, they, they determined that they would thank God for everything that came along. And even the fleas worked together in God's grand scheme to be a good thing and a good blessing for them. So I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what kind of thing that has you worried, has you anxious about whatever might be coming in the next year. You can give thanks to God in all circumstances. Maybe it's something that God has put in your life just... I'm going to back up. I know that everything God puts us in our lives, even those discouraging things, even those difficulties, He brings all those trials into our lives to mold us and to shape us and to refine us in the refiner's fire so that we come out like gold. So when you're facing those tough circumstances, when you're facing even the death of a loved one, know that the Lord has done each thing that you face, each thing that you dread for your good and for His glory. He has done those things for your good to shape you and to mold you to be more like His Son, Jesus. Let me read these words again. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Some people want to know God's will. They want to determine what God's will is so then they can go and do it. God's will is found in these pages. We we find out what God's will is, His revealed word in the pages of Scripture. And we have freedom so long as we are obeying what's in the Scriptures to do what we want to do. Using wisdom. Using counsel. But we have freedom to do 
what is in obedience to his word. But do you want to know one of the things that Paul says this specifically is God's will for you? He wants us to rejoice always. He wants us to pray without ceasing. He wants us to give thanks in everything. And we know that no matter what we face, no matter what circumstance has put, been put into our lives, that was God's will that brought it about. We can be thankful that when God's will brings us into whatever circumstance, we can know and we can trust, we can put our hands up and be thankful to Him that whatever has happened, it's because God has deemed that that's what we needed to go through to make us more like His Son. Thank you for listening to this message from Woburn Baptist Church. For more information, please visit us at www.wilburnbaptistchurch.org or you can also like us on Facebook.